Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet referee, Dave Keener. Hi. Oh, you're not going to no, do no, anything? No, hi. How's it going? You're not going to do anything special? Well, I got it right there. You got your sweet tea? I got my sweet tea. From Wawa. I'm good. Yeah, you're not going to do Thank you, Wawa. Hey, so you know who we have on the show tonight? Who do we have? We have referee extraordinaire Ryan T on tonight. Hello, Ryan. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. You welcome. are making a list of, like, Chris Levin, Bryce Rinsberg, Becky Phillips, and Nick Papa Giorgio. You are the next one on the list of referees on our podcast. So that's, that's some good awesome names right there. To be a part of. Yeah, good names yeah. right there. Fun interviews, too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Oh, th- thank you. And that, by the way, that intro was really awesome. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank <laughs> yeah, we tried to have fun with it. Really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in the wrestling business, but I'm in the crazy business. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought I was the one that got paid to be crazy. I am crazy. I am Batman. No, I'm Batman. <laughs> You're my Robin. Remember that. I am more athletic. <laughs> okay, Jay, I'm your silent Bob because I'm fat. Okay, I'll be that way. <laughs> Got to put on the freight man mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's start this off with um Ryan. So Ryan, cool. What got you in this business? Who trained you? Tell us our, all the deep secrets you have. Cool, I got you. Yes. So uh, I started off actually. My actual training came Eric Corvus, Arcadia, and Mike West. Okay. Uh, it, but honestly, it started off in a backyard. I backyard wrestling uh, as a kid. Like, who really didn't do that? You know, yeah, a lot of people like, did. Uh, Everyone, you know, like, and now everyone's like open up speaking about that, which is cool. Um, I, like, of course, when I was younger, I did trampoline stuff, but we actually had a ring at a, com- a backyard company called UWA Elite United Wrestling Alliance, which is now a pro company called United Wrestling United Wrestling Alliance Elite. Um, I trained literally in a back backyard when I was age of like 15, 16 years old. But then my actual real training started when I was 18 over at ECPW, still under the same people of Eric Corvus, Mike Quest, and Arcadia. And uh, that's how I got. That's how I, I just I messed around as a kid and got into the wrestling business because I was been, always was a uh, fan. Yeah, my friend Fetty is over there training now too. Azrael. Oh, cool. Here. Got a question. Oh, right. oh yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Got a question. Got a question. Um, Okay, when you were training and all that, I know how family members are and you say you're going to get into the wrestling business to your parents or your friends mm-hmm. and they always go, oh, it's fake or whatever. You know what I mean? What was their big reaction when you said, I'm going to be a pro wrestler or I'm going to be referee a pro referee or... or I'm getting uh, into the wrestling they, business. No, they loved it. They loved was, it. Uh, yeah, they I, they wanted me to follow my dreams. Um, like when I was a kid, I was uh, diagnosed with cancer as a kid, and they always knew that wrestling was a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then while going to college, while working full time, I was went to wrestling school, and they they approved of everything. That's Still awesome. To this day, which is awesome. Yeah. Always yeah, follow your cool. dreams. Always. Yeah. Oh, sorry I'm to hear sure. about that. I'm happy you're alive oh, and good, everything. No, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's really just about you know, like I'll speak about it later if you want, but like it's about really just showing if I can go through something like this uh i can i'll be there trying to assist people when they try if they're going through the same thing you know right we, we have a friend and then possible we have a friend that had leukemia and um okay. and like the first thing um this happened he thought something was wrong with him again he comes to me and he goes dude i think i got leukemia again and because he had like mm-hmm. his tests were off and he's like he fell off and i was like calm down dude calm down one day at a time dude yeah Let's do one day yeah. at a time. Whatever you need, I am O negative. If you need bone marrow, if you need anything, I got you. Okay? Yeah. And thank God oh. it was nothing. He was just sick. But he had a few yeah. 
And then later on, he did have like a little tumor in his head, but he's still alive. He's straight. Um, next time we're out there, if he's with us, I'll introduce you to him. But um, he Ooh, was scared. Be, be awesome, he was scared, yeah. and I was there because I went through my mom having cancer, and my Both brother, my parents, my brother had uh, cancer, but he's cancer free. But he has okay. he has a lot of medical problems anyway. He has kidney problems, stuff like that. So I am planning on at this virus is over with that I'm going to go do the testing because right now I don't trust the hospitals that much because you hear things and I'm putting up my body too. I don't want to like come yeah. out from nowhere and get sick and die or whatever. You know what I mean? So, I, right. I hear you. There's, so, there's many different variables right now. So right yeah, now I'm, just, I'm going to like sit back a little bit and, and if I need to give a kidney to my brother, I'm going to do it after this virus is over with and he understands that and I told him I'm going to do no, it. And, it's awesome, man. Respect. Yeah. So that's my plan and that's my goal is to let my little brother live longer. You know what I mean? That's my yeah. goal in life. Because, yeah, he's my pain in the butt brother. But, hey, we all have one yeah. of them. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But yeah. I will do anything for him. I might bitch at him once in a while, but. Um, I love him. You know what I mean? I remember when, <laughs> no, I, I, agree, when I was little, we did street hockey and all that, and he has crutches and braces and all that stuff. And he wanted that. He wanted to play with us so bad. But like when we weren't playing games, um, I put the hockey pads on him. I put the, my jacket on him. So when we shot the balls at him, and like he was so happy. You know what I mean? So stuff that like that makes me happy to see him being happy. And I I, I love ha- hanging out with him. He lives in a home now, but I don't see him that much because it's violent. I haven't seen him since last year, January, and it sucks. Right before everything went down. Oh, yeah. And yeah. because we can't see him, he's he get he did get COVID this year. But yeah. he's he's good, he's healthy, and so good. I'm happy there. So yeah, so he's doing well. Yeah. So speaking speaking of COVID, oh. with everything going on with the COVID and everything else, how are you guys dealing with it over on your end, Ryan? I myself, I'm all good. Uh, Family shows for every event. Everyone's healthy, man. Yeah, knock on wood. Thank God, everyone's doing well. That's, That's good. good. So like, even for every wrestling event, I get tested uh, uh, yeah. like three three days prior to the event. So. That's that's awesome. To get my results and everything. So I always make sure I'm safe and everyone else is too. Yeah, that's good. Oh, gosh. It's it's scary out there, man. Like, worry about what's going on. And sometimes you're like, I have to live life too. I, right. can't, I can't be stuck in 100%, stuff. man. Yeah. Hey, gotta, gotta, gotta roll punches, dude. That's, oh. that's how I see it, man. Just, I mean, it's part of life. It's out of our hands type of thing. But we gotta do whatever we can to, you know, just be safe. Yeah, like everyone. Oh, I agree. So before, um, like, um, when we saw you at um, the wrestling show. Which um, one? You know which one. Well, he was at Standalone. He was at Synergy, H2O, Titan. We saw one? him everywhere. <laughs> Come on. We saw him everywhere. <laughs> when we saw him and then we said we were the um, podcast and you jumped up and you're like I want to do it and I was like oh yeah. I have to get him on he was so hyped and I had to put him on so we had to figure things out and we it was because of you we started so you're one of the reasons why we're doing this a little bit more that's awesome I mean that's cool I, I appreciate that I, I mean I have listened to your guys on Spotify on the ride home from Synergy that day I was listening to uh, Sean Donovan oh how was it that was great I loved it you wanted, thank you you want to know a secret that was outside that was at the Valspell yeah, show yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Like, all, all the stuff yeah, you heard, heard in the I, background. I thought, I, bu- I thought I heard some bumps in the background. Right. Like, oh cool, sweet. Yeah. Like, what, I, what, what company is that right now? Um, Chad, Billy. That was all Bruce, of them. That, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. It was a lot of yeah. companies together doing charity for um, Val. Val. Great show. Wait, you know what? I did that show. Yeah. You were at the show? Yeah, Ryan repped that show. Oh crap! I, I did rep that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we re- like I said, we had we had our own table doing commentating and stuff like that. We had a tent and everything set up. Doing interviews. You know what? I, yeah, I 
yeah, I remember. Actually, now I remember you got sent over there. Yeah, no yeah we were, we had like we were like the only full radio show there. <laughs> you, you guys were right by the entrance, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, right by the entrance, right? Yeah. And and we did the That's commentating cool. for the women's match. Yeah, that was fun. Awesome. Yeah. So I I hope cool they do it again. Good. So we'll put our money together and try to do it again. Support Val oh, yeah. and all that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. They're they're a great family. They're great people. Yes, yes. They are. Speaking of, they just started following us. Oh, did they? Yep. Awesome. That makes me happy, cool. and I'm happy you listened to that interview. Sean, Sean, like, um, he told me like in the beginning, like, I don't do that much um interviews and all that, and then he's like, okay, I'll do it. And then now he's like, wow, you guys, I want to come on again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yes, I love it. <laughs> like, I love it when people want to come back on. And it's like, oh, I'm so happy. I mean, we had we had Greg Spitz on, what, three times? Oh, yeah, Greg yeah. Spitz three times, yeah. That was that was the fun part. So cool. in this wrestling business, you have a lot of um, people training, or you got the trainers out there and legendary wrestlers and stuff like that. What is the best advice they ever given you? Um, stay positive. Uh, just keep your head up. Um, always, always show respect to everybody else, no matter what. Shake, shake their hands. Uh, and whenever you shake someone's hand, you know this could be COVID, of course. But, like you always make eye contact. Always ask for the person's name if you never, you know, if you never met that person before. Um, oh. so that just builds trust. Great uh, working relationship. You know who else said that? Magic. Yeah, he did. Oh. Magic yes, said that. Magic, Magic said all the same stuff. He said, no matter whether you're in two weeks or twenty years, always show the respect and shake their hand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right now it's fist Absolutely. bumps. Yeah, that or you do like the foot, like the foot handshake where you like you like toe tap, toe tap, yeah, heel tap, whatever. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> like yeah, here, here's a hot dog. I'll talk to you later. I, I still do the brisk hug. Walk up, tap on the back, walk away. Did you say ooh? Ah, ah, ching chang, one of bang bang. Ooh. So, do you have any pet peeves? Uh, in, in wrestling in general? Just wrestling. Like, I know one of mine, because I ref sometimes too, mine is, um, and I saw this a couple weeks ago, we were at a sh- at center, we were at, um... Super crazy. Super crazy. And the one ref had white on his shoes, and it just wasn't all black and everything else, like I was told you're supposed to be. And I'm like, I'm going yeah. off on DV, I'm like, his shoes got white on them! I'm like, oh! And then I'm like, I don't so, care, this dude sucks at what he's doing right, right. now. Right, and he was repping bad anyway. Yeah. So, but just... Pet peeves. It doesn't have to be wrestling general. Anything like that. Yeah. Um, I think for some for certain places I've worked for, uh, is having talent not understanding the rules of the referee and now. So for instance, I mean, there haven't been open hand punches in wrestling now for like the last like seven, ten years. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if you're going if you're mirroring special if you're mirroring wrestling uh, on television every week, um and then talent talent just say, Oh, tell them uh, I um I have my hand open. I'm like, Well, that's that that doesn't matter anymore. Because we're the, the competition years ago, even though it's UFC, it was UFC. And they, uh, that's when you started seeing the actual uh, closed hand, a uh, closed fist being legal. Mm-hmm. But overall, there's many opportunities for everyone in professional wrestling. Not even just uh, that's speaking for myself as well. So I bet you I have pet, there's pet peeves from that I have given to others. And regardless, there are things. But again, that just comes down to like for instance, uh, example at Synergy, me and uh, referee Chris, we are 100% on page because we speak about the rules of the matches uh, frequently, uh, especially prior to him uh, right before he joined Synergy. So there, you know, every company has an opportunity every time has an opportunity to work on but nothing really precisely right like i i like i say this all the time i feel like um the referee the referees are the director of the match they control the time they control everything um if you do one thing wrong you notice the match goes downwards you know what i mean like we went to that one Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. at super crazy it's not dog's company was somebody else's company i don't want to say his name because it's rude but some of the 
workers didn't work right. Like the referee didn't care. Um, the work couple of workers didn't care. They just and like timing was off. Some time, of that. A lot of timing was, it was weird. Like Ref, if, referee's positioning was wrong, and just and yeah, and it, it's just like you notice. And then you see and, other referees from that night are a lot better. And then you see the matches were getting better because you had better talent coming on. And but. Yeah, it just it just hurt because I remember I was heckling the uh, wrestlers the whole night, and they Dave's like, "Yeah, dog said keep on doing it." And right? I'm like, okay, and I just kept on um, chewing on the the ones that were doing like, "I'm here, I'm just getting the money." I hate that yeah. wrestlers that they mean, don't care yeah. because the fans there there was like maybe six Tiny. fans and everybody else was family, and the yeah. only reason why I went to it because um um I knew a couple of people on that show. I was like, I want to see them wrestle. You know what I mean? Say hello. I'm friends but, with the owner of the building <laughs> yeah and want to say hi to the dog yeah, you know yeah, I mean? right and denise did one of the interviews with us and it was nice seeing her for the first time and but it was just it was just an awkward show it's like okay but why is nobody like hustling i i, I care about being the best you can you know what i mean if you don't want yeah, to be there I, don't be there i agree and, i agree i mean there's that, that's all i get how i see it like for instance with me i'm not trying to put myself over here but i'm just it's not me sound conceited but it's just fact like for instance i work 40 plus hours a week but even though they recently got cut because of the covid stuff i Due to like headcount being too high in a certain warehouse that warehouse company I work for, but um, like I'll work my forty plus hours a week, and I'll go to the gym four or five times a week, yeah. and then I'll drive to a show after work. You know, like that's that for me. For me, that's my pat. Like this is a passion. This is I want this as a career, not a job. You know, and I'm like, no matter what, if it's work, like my shoot job mm-hmm. or professional wrestling, I'm I'm going one hundred and ten percent regardless. I agree. And yes. and that that goes by my 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 look, my professionalism. I don't care how tired I am. Uh, and if I'm I'm there for the fans, no matter what. Like you'll see. At every show, every show, every show, and this has happened since December uh, December of 2016. Uh, after I worked my first Evolve show, I'll go outside and greet every single fan in line. That is awesome. Like, preaching. Yeah, so like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, about that passion, like, caring so much. So, like, that's, you know, like, a big I'm, difference. Yeah, I'm looking at preachers on Facebook and, like, all that and saying, don't tell me you're tired because I work a full time job. I do, like, 80 hours a day, whatever he says. You know what I mean? He just goes off. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you're saying you're tired, then don't. Come. No, and yep. that's my whole thing. If, if so, you're... back back in 2003, I was working for PWF up in Pottstown, and I worked a 40-hour day or 40-hour week. I was at my day job at 7 a.m. Worked there until about three o'clock, and PWF ran on a Wednesday at like seven o'clock at wow. night. Still sold out the building, and left there. 11.30, 12 o'clock, hour, hour and a half ride home, in bed by 3, back at my day job at 6.30. And yep. PWF ran maybe twice a month up there, and we were up there. That's so that, that, That's awful, man. Right. And now the guy that owned that company is working for WWE, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, man, you gotta really, if you're if someone, as a referee, if you're a talent out there, and, like, no matter what, you, you want to be in it, you gotta be in it to win it. And you, if you have to, like, if you have to, like, for me, like, I have to work out bills and college yeah. and right. normal life, man. Like, I still go out there and try and do whatever I can to oh, yeah. benefit any company. The fans are going to notice, too, if you're going to slack. And we do notice. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, not a lot of fans are that stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're out there and they're watching the match. They, they're seeing the details. Because I know um, I started looking at details. Like, if somebody's outside the ring and it's not, a, it's like no DQs or anything, then I notice, like, why ain't he, like, screaming one, two, yeah. doing the count out? Like, yeah. keep on going. Yeah, like, sure. I'm going to, if you're in the corner, if you're not counting one, two, three, four, five, I'm going to fast. Bring him out of the corner. If I don't see uh, that, I, I notice, like, okay, um, where's that at? I always notice everything that's in a match from watching WWE, WCW, 
growing up. And if I don't see mm-hmm. what they did back in the day and, and people are learning today, I'm going to notice stuff. And right. I always notice referees yeah. because, I, I, like I said, you guys are the direct directors of the show. We're like the air traffic yeah, controllers yeah. Of, of the match. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree in that sense. Yeah. And like, and if you don't mind me bring up this topic where, where you're saying, like, oh, like, I think you said something along the line of, like, the fans are smart. Absolutely. Because, for instance, right now, I wouldn't be on this podcast with you if you didn't acknowledge me. You know, like, if you didn't notice right. my work. Like, if I, if, I, if, I, if I was a bad referee, I highly doubt I'd be on here with you. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, yeah, it's yeah. just, you guys are very detailed and noticing everything that goes on, probably from the entrance music to, you know, like, I, I could see the way that we were speaking last time uh, at Synergy before we set this up uh, at the last Synergy event. I, I noticed how detailed both of you were in the art and craft of professional wrestling. It's really awesome to be honest with you. It's really cool. Like, there, there's times where somebody's trying to have a conversation with me, and I'm like, be quiet. Wait a minute until the spot's over. Like, huh? I'm like, I'm trying to watch that spot that's going on. I'm trying to watch that sequence that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. What? No, I, Wait. I, I hear it. Oh, I... I, I, there's not, I everyone catches on. Right. I love from how the promoter promotes the show to the end of the show. If I'm going to be happy from the open match to the end of the match, you know what I mean? I mean, Colin puts on a great show, so... That was the first time I've been to one. So I enjoyed being there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wasn't my my crazy self because I was still learning the company. Only screaming out Shane on Shane Fair's name because I like Shane. Shane's a friend. Shane's cool. Yeah, Yeah. he's a good friend. And I mean, you were in a nostalgic building anyway, so... Oh, yeah. And plus, I was like, oh, look at this. Yeah. Never been here yeah. before. Oh, yeah. There's a great history at the world, uh, world famous monster factory there, man. That's, oh, yeah. that's cool. It really is. But um, like, here's a question. I really want to get in in your um words. I had an argument <laughs> with my old co-host about um starting um starting from the match to the end of the match. So curtain to curtain mm-hmm. or bell to bell? I say curtain to curtain. I, I go curtain to curtain because that's your, your that's when you're starting technically. It's curtain to curtain. Okay, because I would like um, to hear from my perspective. Yeah, because, I mean there are a couple. Like, there's actually a few companies that I really, really uh, don't really have to get time accused just because the talent is so aware of their, uh, their, their, their professionalism is just amazing. So they, they already know, like, they don't need time accused for me. Yeah. They, they also feel out from the, some companies will tell me uh, if the match is, like, hot, like, and the crowd's feeling it, like, you can tell them to go extra sometimes whatsoever. <laughs> that, that's but, the yeah, first time uh, I asked that question on the show, so you made the list. Yeah, yeah, current to current, my, that's my go-to for anywhere I work, uh, unless promoter tells me otherwise. Okay, all right, so moving on to the next question it's a mainstay on our show next question is table of five. Ooh, table of five table of five so you're yeah. the fifth person at the table you can pick four people don't have to be like we we had we had deshaun pratt on earlier and mm-hmm. his table of five was new jack Snoop Dogg, Hendrix, and Bruce Lee. That's, that's so, cool. okay. That's a cool table. So that's a cool table of five. So that, that you being cool the fifth table. person, who are the other four people at the table with you? Dead, live, whatever. Dead live wrestling. Wrestling, non-wrestling. Wow. It doesn't matter. Oh, wow. This is awesome. Yeah. I never really thought of this, but uh, first ones are coming to my mind just because, I mean, as a kid, I was always a fan of Hogan. So Hogan, definitely. Okay. Uh, Bob Marley. Ooh. Bob Marley would be another one. No, Huge Bob Marley man, no cry. Huge Bob Marley fan. And uh, I need two more, right? Yeah, my, yeah two my, more. Apparently, I can't count. Remember, right? Two! <laughs> Uh, Two, but it's three. I my glasses on. I my glasses on. Also watching the game at the same time here. Yeah, they, we, our, our tech department <laughs> is listening. Now, yes, it would be Hogan, uh, Bob Marley. My other two, um, probably be. I'm a huge, huge Jason Kidd fan. Jason Kidd would be cool. And uh, he's a basketball guy. Yes, spelled K I I D. Oh, K I D D. Yeah, K I D D. Oh yeah, yeah. We know who Jason Kidd is. I'm a baseball guy. Sorry. And then the last. 
the last person, uh, even though I've, I'm cool with him, friends with him, uh, Karrion Cross, 100%. He, he has, he's very uh, intellectual, intellectual, I can't say it, in, intelligent, I'll just say. And yeah, we... uh, he has a great mindset, and I think I'm, having a conversation with that man has really helped me out in professional, in professional wrestling and in life. We so were, he would definitely be honest with me. We were at the standalone show where he was at, and towards the end, we probably talked to him about a good 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, little kayfabe here and there, but he's like, yeah, I got some things coming up. Just wait and see. You'll know you'll know where you'll see me. Yeah. And like yeah. three weeks later, he showed up on NXT. I'm like, that's <laughs> yep. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He, he deserves it, man. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a, he's a great person. He's done stuff for, you know, if you don't mind me name dropping this, but every year I do a, uh, a volunteer for the Valerie Fund Children's Hospital Camp Happy Times, so camp for kids who are diagnosed with cancer and stuff. Oh. And prior to him even getting signed to WWE, he did a video the year before uh, saying hi to all the kids and stuff. And I played it at the camp and all the kids got that's to see it. Awesome. They're so good. Oh my uh, he, he's awesome, dude. That is freaking, dude. Um, tell us more about the camp. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so I used to go to this camp as a kid. I was, I was four years old. I was diagnosed with leukemia, had cancer. Uh, so well, I took, I was on chemo till I was seven. Took everything by pill. Went to my the camp. I think I was first time like seven or eight years old. Uh, and then it's over in Tyler Hill, Pennsylvania. It's a nonprofit. Uh, it's ran by a nonprofit organization called the Valerie Fund. All the, uh, the camp is free for all kids throughout the United States who who have had cancer or have cancer or any type of uh, blood disorder. Um, camp, it's, it's free. It's one week. Uh, it's all cabins. There's doctors, medical people on site. Uh, basically, it's a way for kids to understand that they're not the only ones that are uh, battling something like that. And wow. from being a camper there at, at, at such a young age, I started learning at such a young age that I want to start, start always getting back. And then I became a leader in training there, like a camp counselor uh, in training. And then I became a camp counselor when I was 21, 22. And I've mm-hmm. been doing it ever since, man. And uh, like oh, every year, it's like about the same average of 150 kids are uh, that go approximately that number everything's free again uh from fishing to a talent show for the kids builds them uh like their motivation a uh, rock climbing wall anything you can think of um and a great staff on site tower hill camp and then uh yeah man like it's just uh like i i love that place so much i even have a tattoo on me like it's just it's my world man oh and, my God. and professional yeah, that's wrestling pretty awesome. every, yeah dude. and wrestling is like my uh I don't, i'm not sure what you want to call it but like i use wrestling as my stage i guess you can say to yeah. give the value from their acknowledgement and hopefully for people to understand like this is a great nonprofit that people can believe in and trust. You ever try to do a wrestling show up? You ever try to get a wrestling um, show up there? To, um... we, it's been spoken of, but nothing's ever followed through. But like recently, this year, the camp was virtual mm-hmm. and uh, I'm friends with Aubrey Edwards and she got mm-hmm. some of the talent from AEW do shout out videos to all the campers. Oh my gosh, that's, that's pretty cool. Pretty yeah, oh and so all, all, anyway, Aubrey's a great person. I'm not sure if anyone's ever, if you guys ever spoken to her or met her, but she's, she's everything that she has right now, she absolutely deserves and is an asset to provide wrestling and to yeah. uh aw and she, she does a lot of charity work in the cw okay okay that's that's she's cool that yeah. is awesome i never met her but that's that's awesome she's uh, up there with becky phillips yeah, yeah. I, I i heard things about her people talk you know what i mean people know yeah, everybody yeah. She, and, yeah. but um, she's cool man like, that'd be cool if this whole virus thing go around should try to find a way to um try to get a show up there for the kids that'd be yeah. awesome yeah that, that, yeah that'd be sweet maybe i can speak to uh colin about that because i think synergy would be a great company yeah. Do something like that. Dude, well, let us know. We'll come up. Yeah, we'll come up and um, well, thank you. help out. Yeah, set up a thank table you. and everything. Yeah. Because thank you, I, I, that'd be sweet. Like I, uh, I had to get confirmed and everything, of course. But I even appreciate you guys even going uh, to well, so I, if you want to do that, that'd be awesome. right? Well, I'm a, I'm a direct care provider during the day. My day job is something okay. similar to that. So that, that's kind of cool. And anything you we can do to help out with stuff like that, we're always like willing to help out families and all that because, like and, I've said plenty of times. 
times, wrestling is like a family, and I always like helping mm -hmm. out family. So yeah. whatever right. you guys need, I appreciate that. like Love you me. are family to us too now. Right. So I, I appreciate that, guys. That's all. Thank yeah, you. No problem. We we say that to everybody. We care about every person that we ask to come on the show. We have and we'll support mm -hmm. you guys. I'll send you. I'll send you everything later too. So, so my, 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 one of my favorite things in the world is called road trips. You know what I mean? I love road trips and Dave loves it when I drive everywhere in the world. You know what I mean? I recently did a eight hour drive going to Virginia and back doing Uber. I, I, I have fun doing this. Like it's mm -hmm. one of my favorite things. And we recently went all the way up to AC recently to check out the showboat because somehow we're going to be there working for Colossal Championship Wrestling. And Ryan's already been invited to the page. So. Oh, is he? there too you should be yeah oh cool so we're gonna be there helping out bringing our um, um gear and all that and so um we went up there to check out the place and i won five hundred dollars and six That's it's awesome. five okay. um and um so i was up there and um it was fun playing casino don't do it that much no, y'all played. I had a couple of drinks. We're good. But on the way, we did a road trip kind of thing. We put on Facebook Live, and you know, Deathmatch Russell. He wanted Dave me. Russell. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted us yeah. to because we do a Dave picture kind of thing, and he goes, "Oh, pull, roll down your window and ask the car next to him if their name is Dave." I was like, "Challenge accepted. I will do it." Hmm. I'm rolling down the window, and like you see Dave on the other end rolling the window back up. I'm rolling it back down, and there's older people right there. Excuse me, and they rolled down the window. I'm like. Are you a Dave? They're like, <laughs> so like if you if it's a friendly thing, I will do it. Um, I randomly went into a um, Home Depot asking for a Karen. Um, I was looking for a Karen that or day. Try to find violence. I try to find people. You know what I mean? Like I will do these skits all day long. Um, Brian, our tech guys over here shaking his head at you. Because they're all they're shaking their heads because they know it's true. And like George is over there shaking his head, like yes, it's true. We're talking about the guy who walks in my house at seven a.m. singing Spice Girls at the top of his lungs. Do you really want one? I really, really not that one. Oh, not that one. Which one was it? You um, stop right now. Stop right there. Oh, did I? don't. I was rocking out that. Yeah. Yeah, I go crazy. Like I, I rib him all the time. I will rip. I will rib people that I really love, but I will never destroy their property. I will never do anything to hurt, but I will rib them yeah. for life. And like calling somebody at 7 o'clock in the morning, hey, you ready? Yep, I'm outside. Like, no, you're not. And then he honks his horn, I'm like, son of a bitch. <sighs> My girlfriend's like, is he downstairs? I'm like, that was him honking the damn horn. I call up George, <laughs> and I tell him to go outside and make him wait like an hour for me. <laughs> right. I haven't gotten in the shower yet. <laughs> we did that last week. Like, are you ready? DB's downstairs. Huh? I'm like, yeah, he's downstairs. He goes downstairs, he's waiting there for like an hour. He's like, he's not here. I'm like, wait, he'll be there in five minutes. Two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, my friend was like, oh, I do it. Do just, like I'm sitting at home. I was like, no, nope, I'm not ready yet. Let's fuck with people. <laughs> You're like the Friars Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Friars Club. You only roast the ones we love. Yes. Moving always. on. Uh, okay. I was waiting for DB to tell his normal story that he tells on me every single time we go on the radio. I will tell you later on. I'll tell you at a different time. It's not time for this one. Everybody right. heard this So, one. Ryan, do you have a rib or a prank story for us real quick? Uh, one, one thing that we do in uh, people like DW, and I, like, I, I would be refereeing, of course, but like, it would be Arcadia and just say uh, KTB. They were Irish, Irish whip -off. Like I would tell them, like, oh, like, Irish was the person uh, off the ropes 
person just like they'll walk away like that was our thing like whenever it's like a, a greenhorn that just that just started in the business they would do and like that real we'll have like the veterans like oh like, oh Irish with Irish with them Irish with them and then they look like having duck two lines and then they would, they would just walk away and then would keep running the ropes fighting like trying to figure out what the hell's going on that was like the one like one little fun thing nothing nothing crazy just nothing nothing hurtful just having a good time always I think it was what was it Greg Spitz told us the rib story and they were in a battle royal and I think he was talking like okay so here's what I want you to do you're gonna do duck two back body drop into a Boston crab and then break out of the Boston crab I'm gonna body slam you whip you back in and then do something else and he's like all this in a battle royal and it was to a green guy oh man I'd be, I would be so confused for that person. and Greg's like I see him uh, calling the spot and he's looking at me he's like we're good I'm like okay one thing I do as a rep real quick is like like uh, I, I get made fun of on the, on the indies for my friends where they'll like they'll rip me and like mess with me like I always order the same things if you ever go to like any type of restaurant it's always chicken fingers and french fries and honey mustard I never like I don't eat anything else I really eat we're much realistic and then right. like what I'll do is like well I'm doing like a, a double down I'm like oh guys you guys ready and then like I'm like don't worry I got you I got you like they're, they're breathing you know, like the double down shape double clothesline whatever and they're like a fast you smack it I'm like I go I'm like one so guys I cannot wait to go to Denny's after this two chicken fingers and french fries all day all day and they'll start cracking up during the match oh my god Billy Ryan shut up just the little things like that just to have a good time. I recently did one with Ryan Peterson. You know Ryan Peterson? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I just did one like you know how Dave Adams goes. Yeah. Um, Dave Adams here. So um, yeah, yeah. Ryan's like getting ready to um, introduce. And all. I was night. like, "Where's Dave Adams at?" And like he starts like he's not here. I'm like, "Okay, Ryan and Pearson here." And all through the whole um, the night, whole entire time Ryan was getting in the ring announced. We did that, and Ryan literally broke at the end of the show. <laughs> he and goes, he I, literally, and he goes, I you hear him you, over Dave. the microphone. And he's like, "I hate you, motherfuckers." <laughs> Oh, you ribbed the people you love, man. Nobody was there, so we could have oh, fun yeah. with it. It's all, it's all uh, good fun. As long as it's right. harmful, it's all good. But it was great because Dog was like, you can do whatever you want. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was that super crazy. They had a show, there was like 10 people there. And and then like six out of the 10 people were family. It's it's crazy. It was fun, though. So, road trip. That's all matters. Road right. trip stories. I like stories. Okay. You know what I mean? I love road trips. And Here comes the road trip story. You know what I mean? Like, I love it when people fall asleep in cars. I love like it gangrel. when... What are you talking about? You're, you're bringing up that. He likes bringing up the same <laughs> no, story no. all the time. You bring up the same story all the time. But, oh gosh, come on. <laughs> I'm like ribbing you right now. <laughs> uh. So we're at the ECW arena and we're getting ready to go in the building and he just starts calling people Billy. And Hold up. You need to get to the story first. The story goes, George, hey, George, you need to promote our podcast. I don't know how to promote. And I'm like, dude, it's easy. Just randomly go, hey, Billy, how are you doing? And out for nowhere, the girl goes, excuse me. I'm like, yeah. It's like, how do you know my brother, Billy? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> we're like, Hold, wait, wait, his name's Billy. <laughs> so span to a year later. And I get, are you the guy that screams out Billy? I'm like, oh, yes. We're in uh, line. Billy's sister. I'm like, we're oh, in, hi, we're... Billy's sister. Billy's sister's hot. You yeah. know what I mean? We're you're in like... line for food at the ECW arena. And she's like, you're those guys yeah. from the podcast. I'm like, yes, we are. Hi. <laughs> so it's 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 just funny just screaming out Billy and like, and just have fun. Enjoy yourself. I'm the only person in the world to just randomly say whatever. You know what I mean? Have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. But if you piss uh, me off, I, I, I turn into an a-hole too. You know what I mean? Like, so Ryan, you got a road story? <laughs> Nothing as good as that. Okay. <laughs> there you but, go. So, Moving on. So Ryan wants to join us. So what time do you want us to pick you up on um, February 27th up to um, AC? <laughs> we got like five cars going. Like yeah. we're going to have to rent I, a I van. Yeah, we got five cars or, going. And then we got 
down every convoy. We're we're gonna be a convoy. I'm, we're gonna be in the back, and I'm gonna be like the president. Dude, can we get? <laughs> yo, can we get like fake ear pieces? Yeah. Yes, we can. <laughs> George is done. He's like, I'm done. I'm out of here. It, it, no, no, no. It's George like, uh, be that. Like, we'll have people with us. School? What's that? You ever, you ever seen the movie Old School? Yes. yes. Love that movie. Where like, get, like, get, get in the van. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you say anything, I'm going to fucking kill you. But I will not. Go, but I won't go asking people to go streaking. I am crazy. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. The only road story I have is like, it was me, Chris Levin, and KCP were driving to Chicago for GCW. I think it was NGI, Carlos one. And I was like, uh, I have a college car and I was like, hey man, I'm tired. I had a long night. Can you start team drive first, like the first couple of hours and then I'll drive after? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. We're like five minutes out from uh, out of, like my town and I'm staying in the left lane on the turnpike the entire time. I get, we get pulled over in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and Kyle's like sleeping and he has foot up on the, on the, the dashboard thing. I'm like, Kyle, we're getting pulled over and I'm like, stop. I'm like, so, like I, I, I am stopping this. So, are we really going to pull over and I'm like, yeah. So then we got away with the warning and trying to ask you, the cop was like, hey, are you? Uh, are you from Jersey? Like, well, yeah. I mean, also my wife differently. And I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. But then, <laughs> next thing you know, uh, the, guy, the guy's like, yeah, in the same Jersey, you can't drive all the way in the left lane either. I'm like, that's my then. But then the other, nothing, nothing crazy though, besides that, besides uh, the only cool thing, uh, there's only one bed. So uh, there's two beds, and I decided to sleep on the floor. So I, I uh, Kyle made me a bed of like, yeah, like three chairs, and somehow made the most comfortable three chair bed for me. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> that. Under, for me, it was entertaining. It was really fun. But anyway. I slept on a bear that's one of my matches I had now. I, I'll tell you this. I, I slept on chairs before mm-hmm. at Walmart because I had to be back the next day that morning to work. Wait, uh. what, you mean you worked there or you did that fun? No, no, no. <laughs> I wish I did it for fun. But um, I, I, I did bring the Intercontinental title and walk around the Walmart just saying I'm the Intercontinental champion just to have fun. To In gear? I, I didn't have gear. I just walked around in jeans and shirt like Lance Storm. <laughs> So you got serious for a minute. I did get serious. You got to get that GoPro or have your your phone with you and record your uh, every day. Hmm. So with that being said, do you have any memorabilia? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I have something of that knowledge. I have like my Hulk Hogan phone finger from when I was a kid. Uh, I have, I got that thing right here. I have a autograph I got when I was in the hospital from Captain Will Battle on a piece of paper that my uncle got me when he met Captain Lou at the Newark airport uh, right next to my hospital. I wanted to actually bring my Hulk Hogan Hasbro figure that I uh, still have to this day. So have you, really did you frame it? I I, no, it's in, it's in like a, um, almost like a, uh, like a size of like a baseball card. Okay, okay, okay. So I, put, I, put, I put in like a case, like a baseball card case. I've had it in there for the last one right now. You need to take a picture and send years. it to me. I would love to so, see uh, that. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool. I'm, my favorite my favorite piece is my Bret Hart book. It's framed and everything, and it's one of my favorites. That's cool. I still say mine is the autographed John Carpenter They Live poster. You say that all the time. That's cool. Between that and my Jay and Silent Bob autographed Funko Pops. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I like to say geek out moments, and Dave over there like to say mark out moments. Well, and then well, we you're made, the mark, I'm the geek. So, so we we um <laughs> we 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 went down and said let's say geek. We won't say mark. So, do you ha- ever had a mark out moment in your life? Geek out moment. Geek out moment. Ref- while refereeing or refereeing or anything. somebody anything like hanging out okay, at a con. As a, as a kid, I'll never forget this for some reason. I went to the Valor Fund. I think it was the Valor Fund. Yeah, the Valor Fund gave me tickets. Me and my me and my family go see a was it nineteen ninety two. I don't know how I remember. Um, it was WWF. It was a house show, and it was the match was between Repo Man and Rowdy Piper. Wow. Uh, 
right my brain. But the reason for that is because uh, Repo Man came out and stole a watch from a lady in the front row wearing a white jacket. And I remember seeing, I, I, I don't know why, but I remember, remember this. And as a kid, I thought this was so cool because um, the lady, when Piper came out, she's like, oh, uh, uh, Repo Man stole my watch, blah, blah, blah. Piper wins, of course. And he still gets the watch back and gives, gives it to the fan. Of course, it was all part of the event. But yeah, it was that, all work. That was one of the coolest moments, man. I was like, like, good guy versus bad guy, you know? Good guy versus the villain. That was, as a kid, that made me really fall into loving wrestling like matches. That that was cool. And yeah. now, and it's funny because you guys find that match on YouTube now. But really have to look prior to me, yeah, if I see, if I get the link, I'll send it to you guys again. Yeah, that'd but, be uh, awesome. Yeah. Prior, prior to me even seeing the video, I remember that all that detail prior to that. Wow. But it definitely made a huge effect on me as a kid, which is cool. So, so if you go back in time and start earlier, would you start earlier or would you start later? No, I like where, uh, I actually like where, how I started. Um, to be honest with you, I, I think I started at a great age. I was in, yeah. may, actually maybe later, maybe may later because a lot more opportunities were developed yeah. as in companies throughout the state of New Jersey especially. Uh, but um, maybe later, but the reason why I like starting off at the end the way I did, and the reason why I back there wrestling because my mindset, even though wrestling is a something that you should absolutely be trained in, um, it's the same thing as playing basketball or playing pickup baseball or soccer or any or football. Like you practice this type of stuff to like go and get better as someone an adult, like or try to try out for a high school basketball team or yeah. something of like that, you know, or a college team or something like that. And it's, I, don't know, I, I really felt a benefit to me because I used to do shows on the backyard every Sunday and I refereed every single one. Like, I, that's what that's when Arcadia was in. Jersey All Pro, Eric Corbis was in Jersey All Pro. Like Mike Boyce was all over the place. Yeah, you know, like that's I was learning from like legit some of the best on on the East Coast already at, at like the age of fifteen. So right. it worked out for me. Like I've accomplished a lot right now uh, thanks to like Tommy Dreamer and the people who trained me. So yeah, I, yeah. Uh, but if I had to really say maybe a little bit later, but I think it, I think everything worked out perfectly. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, my my next question is, um, what is your favorite match you ref? It was at House of Hardcore in Long Island. It was Cody versus. Tommy Dreamer in the main event. That, that was that was the first time they ever wrestled. And knowing after after the match, not not knowing prior, uh, Tommy actually hired Cody. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So that was the best match and most fun match and most meaningful match I ever. And I was. I would mark out for that match. Oh yeah, shit yeah. I yeah, wish it wasn't in yeah, New York. Was... I wish it was in Philly. Yeah. Well, I mean, we yeah. had some great Philly shows at House of Hardcore. So I know you refereed in the ECW arena, um, the twenty three hundred mm-hmm. arena, and all. Do you have a twenty three hundred mm-hmm. wrestling? No real. Sh- I mean, think when the first time I worked there, I uh, you know, like I couldn't stop like taking photos of everything. Like it was just so so nice. Like it was just you know, like, as soon as you walk up foot on the property, twenty three hundred arena, not even being inside, you already feel the history of like when you're in the back and like in the back parking lots where they used to film all the promos for ECW. Mm-hmm. And stuff, yes. You know? And then when you when you walk out with the security guard with us of the back door but he was a nice, nice person nice person and uh greeting me and then um uh, just being being a part of that history for house of hardcore still to this day it's yeah, just amazing man it's just so cool like uh yeah. i remember nothing, who... nothing, 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 like no real great like, like every every show was a every event was uh, that's the thing all their shows quote-unquote shows they're all events like there's nothing nothing beats the house, house of hardcore in my opinion. Yeah, yeah yeah like i i, I enjoy so, like, going there all the time um we took a couple pictures me and dave to do some little 
promo work, you know what I mean? And it's kind of mm-hmm. cool just standing in front of the building. Like, I remember my first wrestling show in the arena was um, ECW Pitbulls versus the Rottens. Whoever lost had to break mm-hmm. up, and the Rottens lost, so they broke up. It was a Taipei Deathmatch. Yes, yes. I, uh, oh, really? oh, yeah, yeah. So it was fun to watch, and that was my first show ever in the arena. And then over the years, like, how it changed and, like, how they fixed it up and changed everything up. Yeah, I remember that corner door. And the first time I saw Joey, was the first time Joey Styles was back in the arena. It was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, what you think? Because it's different. It's, it's, I like it. You know what I mean? I remember when I first went to the first House of Hardcore show. I'm friends with Danny Doring. Yeah. And I walked okay, in yeah. like, hey, Danny. And he looked at me and he's like, give me the look like, I know you, but I don't know where the hell I know you. I'm like, Mike Keener's little brother. He goes, Dave? <laughs> Like, yeah, he's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, you were like 10,000 pounds heavy. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, I, <laughs> he, I ring announced a couple of shows with him. It was one show I did. He was in the main event, and it was at the Murphy Rec Center. And it was him versus Chris Hamrick in the main. And CZW, ah, dude, the Rams. CZW was running the same night, and they opened the show I was working with um, Red versus Ruckus because they were both going to CZW okay. right after that. Yeah. So it's like, hey, well, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, all right, guys, see you later. So two shows in Philly the same night were bad. <laughs> I do the fucking rip. Ah, do the fucking rip. That was that. Oh. If you have a chance, please listen to our um, the Chris Hamrick Chris one. Hamrick um, interview. He goes, okay. I do the fucking ribs. He's like, listen, <laughs> I do the fucking ribs. Uh, dude, I I'll tell you this straight up, man. Every time um, one of you guys on um, talents come on and like tell a story, I love it. Like I tell it to random strangers. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you. A story about this rib, and they're like, "What's a rib? <laughs> like, what kind of rib was it? Was it uh, barbecue bonus? rib? Was it barbecue yeah, I mean, with him? Yes. So, Little. speaking of barbecue ribs." Oh, are we doing catering? Catering. Catering. Cheap pop. So, I know Blue Mini likes cheap pops and catering. Um, What about you? <laughs> I mean, the only real place I've ever had, like, actual catering was, I think, House of Hardcore and, like, I, I impact, like, three times or so. But, I mean, I try to stay away from it because for those types of shows, I'm, I'm no one, you know? So, like, I, I, I don't really have anything from catering besides, like, making sure uh, I never go near it even though I'm starving and making sure all the veterans get before I do. Oh, man. <laughs> don't be starving, I'm just being real. I, I respect I Really, I don't, have, I don't really have like crazy stories like that. I'm nothing. Next time we see like you, that. we'll bring chicken fingers and honey mustard. Oh, that'd be sweet, dude. <laughs> if, you get some, if you get extra honey mustard, sign me up. I remember we, we go to the house hardcore shows, and Tommy was standing by the curtain the one night. I'm like, Tommy's back door open? Like, right there. Go ahead. I'm like, all right. Like, guys, out the back door. Let's go. And he looked at us <laughs> like, it was like, what the hell just happened? Well, I knew Tommy. I'm not, I'm not walking around the building. I got tired. No, it was funny because we were at the same show, and Swanee was there. And I walked up to Swanee. I'm like, friend of mine told me to say hi to you. And he's like, well, who's the friend? He's like, Teddy Fine. And he goes, well, who are you? I'm like, my brother's Mike Keener. He's like, tell that motherfucker he's my motherfucker. Hi. <laughs> Like, uh, so Tommy's, Tommy's cool, man. He got yeah. me into the, um, also the, uh, not sure if I told you guys this, but you know the Retromania video game? Yes, yes. And yeah, that so was I'm the next question to talk about. Oh, yeah, too. my bad. Yeah, yeah. Also. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Talk about it. You, are, yeah, so, you uh, and Pat are the only two referees in the game? Yeah, yeah. So, Pat, we were doing a show, uh, I think it's called, like, uh, Gimmick, Gimmick Tree Wrestling. I think that's the actual, mm-hmm. I think that was the name of it. Charlie. Mar- Mar- yeah, Charlie. I, I know that's the name of his production, like his company. Yeah. Yeah, we know I mistake and I apologize for um, but uh yeah I refereed for them down there uh one time and and uh I was talking to Mike who is in charge of uh 
create, helped create, or is one of the main creators for um, Retromania Wrestling. And uh, Pat Savino comes up to me in the back. Hey, I just asked, uh, just asked uh, Mike if uh, he needs wrestling in the game. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's like, you say yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm not thinking of anything of it. Like, I'm just, I'm barely, like, doable, too. So, like, I'm just like, okay, and like, whatever. I'm being nonchalant as well. But, yeah, so I asked him if he wanted to be in, and he says, yeah. I'm like, no way. <laughs> That's how that occurred. But, um, of course, I asked, for me, out of respect, I asked Tommy Firm if that would be okay. Because, you know, like, he's in the game. He's back. Like, I'm no one. I'm just a ref yeah. in that sense. You know, like, these are stars. Like, these are legit legend stars in this game, man. Like, I don't want to be like, hey, Tommy, I'm in the game. But, like, I asked Tommy, uh, professionally, and he's like, yeah, man. Like, I'll have you in it. Uh, give the approval to Mike. Uh, and now it's coming out February 26th for like every single system so that's it's gonna be awesome yeah we were talking to them at Icons yeah what what's the date of the um, February 26th February 26th February 26th that's yeah it's awesome. gonna be it's gonna be a digital download for every uh, for Xbox One PS4 the Switch and for the PC Steam hmm. which one uh, should I get I got my Xbox <laughs> one upstairs I'm gonna I get it yeah because I per- was, we were talking to them I, go ahead uh, oh, I'm sorry I I found I, uh, no, I, I, I have to get a uh, I want to get a Switch just because I think it'd be really cool on that system. Yeah, I have a Switch and it's fun. Yeah, I have a Switch and the um, yeah, Xbox. If you get the Switch, get the one with the um, the dock. Don't get the um, portable okay. one. Like no, because if you go okay. somewhere, you can't. Know. It's it's. I think the the dock one you can go home play it on your TV instead of like carrying around like like how you played video games. Like wasn't gotcha. like PlayStation. Okay, can, yeah, yeah, get the one with That's the dock. Funny because I've been questioning it like the last couple of months. Like I never. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm really like an impulse shopper. But, mm-hmm. Like I really. Don't know. I never really looked things up on the internet. <laughs> what is this thing you I call it internet? What is this thing called internet? The, the, the Google. The Google. The Google. I, I I love it when people at shows go, "Who are you?" I'll go, "Google him." Yes, yes. I, I hate it so much. Yes. Put it out there, man. That's a great show. I'll give you. I'll give you permission for that one. Make that money, man. <laughs> and when you said something, you're a nobody. You are somebody, man. Just remember that you're somebody. Because if you were a nobody we wouldn't have looked at you you know what i mean right you're always somebody <laughs> to us so i am getting ready to do one of my new segments called i like him saying you want me to do it yeah i want you to see do it. okay i do like haunted housework i'm an actor oh, you have to tell him the whole story well, wait <sighs> I, i'm an actor at the bates motel so he, he wants me to do the okay. voiceover all right you ready yeah it is now time for the five questions of doom oh i got chills to that one. Oh. <laughs> so so these five questions of doom are non-wrestling of questions. Of doom. Ooh. Say it again. Say it again. Of doom. Now puke. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got a puke. So I I thought about this. Like I wanted to do it on like Facebook Live it or record it and then put it on YouTube. I'm still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm testing it out and like so have some fun. So we are doing. I'm kind of nervous about this. Oh, oh really? <laughs> so, Run. Okay. So don't be scared. Question number one. So so my All first right. question. First concert uh, you ever attended? Beach Boys. Ooh. Ooh, I'm a Beach Boy fan like, too. Was, was yours? I was like eight or nine years old or something like that. Oh, really? Six Flags Great Adventure with my parents and my brother. I am a big Beach Boy fan. I listen to Beach Boys all the time. What was your first concert, DB? Fish. Mine was, <laughs> nice. mine was Soundgarden in 95. Oh, that's nice. George. Awesome. Oh, wait, you don't go to concerts. Wait, wait, wait. What was yours, Brian? You never been to a concert? He doesn't listen to music either. Sports guy. That's all he does is sports. Like, yeah. What was your first um, sports show you went to? Probably a baseball game. I was oh. like five or you six. You don't remember? Yeah. I would remember. 
So question number two. So this is this is one of my favorite things in the world. You know, what I mean, I'm a big Looney Tune fan. So is it rabbit season or duck season to you? Oh wow, this is a great question. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my God! You know, I want I want to make that my Twitter question right now. See what the fans say. Um, I I would say I was gonna say I was gonna say rabbit season. Duck season. Oh, now I just want to keep going back and forth with it. Right, I just gonna like, say sorry. Rabbit, oh, cr- oh crap! I'm not gonna be able to speak rabbit season. Duck season. See, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. I, oh man. Next yeah. question. Yeah. It's like pass. Pass. I I'm gonna say both. I like both seasons. They're like my favorite. All right, we're going with both. Wait, I'm I'm gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Oh, What's that? Yeah, both. both then, yeah. yeah, go yeah. both. Yeah, I'll, I'll deal both. with it. Okay, let's do the cool. next one. <laughs> let's do the next one. Uh, number three. Question number three. Ooh. See, see, I remember uh, my favorite, my favorite thing. I'll tell you a story before I, after I ask this question, I want to tell you what was my favorite first. So my favorite Halloween costume as a child, mine was Egon from the Ghostbusters. Awesome. So what about you? Favorite, favorite Halloween, Halloween costume. As a child? Yes. Yeah. Are, overall, Doesn't matter. I was, uh, I was Nazo, the delivery guy from Big Daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh. Never alter a BLC. <laughs> this cat, he bites his head off. What kind of cat yeah. would do that? You always want a two piece of cheesecake. So, um, I, <laughs> number four, the number four question. I know it's question a big, number big, four. It's a big, big question in the the traveling world. You know what I mean? Wawa mm-hmm. or sheets? Ooh. Uh, sheets, and I've only been there once. Okay, okay. I'm still a <laughs> I, Wawa guy. Sheets, I love, I, I love sheets. It was like a mobile Applebee's. Never been. <laughs> I, when I see one, I, I recommend it. When I see one, I will. I went in there to go to the bathroom and get um, some energy drinks. Is this a place that had the cleanest bathrooms you ever seen? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't remember. I went to the bathroom because we were going up to the um, um, to see family. So I found me. Oh, okay. I don't even know so, where Sheets is. So there's one up near. Um, yeah, I went to. I was over in Maryland, and that's where I went to. It was awesome. Okay. All right, that'll be an MCW trip. Okay, I am. I'm a huge SpongeBob. <laughs> okay, I am a big fan of this era of movies. What is your favorite? Ooh, 80s. He put the 80s in there. He did. Oh, man. I don't know. Ryan's like, I was I too. Idea. You don't know any? Like, everybody's uh, no, seen like, like, Diehards out there, Lethal Weapons out there. I would probably have to take Ghostbusters. Oh, okay, okay. That's good. I'll probably, take Probably, yeah. And here's a funny question. What am I wearing, guys? Ghostbuster um, pajamas. So, I'm wearing... I was going to say, you have a Marvel shirt with a Frightmare mask. You don't see my pants? Ghostbusters. No, I can't see them. <laughs> Ghostbusters is awesome. Oh, I know. Yes. It's one of my favorites. I can't wait for the new film and I am a big giant Paul Rudd fan. Oh, yeah. So when it, I saw the trailer was great man. When I saw Paul Rudd's name on there and I'm like I got to see this and I hope the movie theaters are open by then because I'm going to go see it. So yeah, so this was fun. This really yeah, was this was pretty cool. And you are family now. You welcome to the family. Um, I am serious about that. Mm-hmm. Always fist bump till the end of the day. Till till we, gonna, we die. Um, till we hug again. Really want you to um and um cool. and we're gonna end off the show. This is DV Richards alongside my sweet tea referee Dave Keener, and this is the 2300 wrestling podcast and and we've been sitting here talking to referee ryan t thank you for being on the show ryan and we'll see you in the, in ring. the ring what's up everyone it's referee ryan t and you're listening to the 2300 wrestling podcast you're gonna enjoy every second every minute every single time of this awesome super really cool podcast why because they're awesome people and you are an awesome person and you're gonna enjoy this podcast because why because you're cool